Mental health is something many struggle with daily, even those who appear to be functioning just fine. I also live with functional depression, and it's really easy to fool people into thinking you're doing just fine when you're really not. I've worked through postpartum depression, even when I didn't really understand what was happening or going on with me at the time. Not wanting to burden others with how you feel or not feeling like you deserve to or you deserve things or you'd be better off if you weren't here anymore which is why it's so important to be kind to yourself and others and also make sure you're managing your own mental health welcome to the awkward mom stage podcast grab yourself a glass of water or wine whichever suits your day and get ready because the awkward mom stage starts now Hey y'all, just a quick trigger warning. We will be discussing mental health and suicide today, so I just wanted to give you a little heads up. It's not the entire episode, but it will be discussed. I wanted to give you a little heads up. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. I'm Lola, and I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is all about mental health and how to maintain it while working from home. We have literal beauty queens at the high points of their lives, ending them. They aren't strung out on drugs and the news for something wild they got arrested for or doing anything crazy. They're living their dreams and trying to maintain themselves to societal standards and be role models for others. But reality in the society we live in today is nothing short of a nightmare, especially for women. And for women who, by traditional society standards, so to speak, are perfect. They still aren't enough. You can be the ripest, juiciest peach, right? People will still try tearing you down. It doesn't matter who you are or what you look like, what you've achieved. There will always be a hater just waiting to find that one thing to take you down or break you. Rest in peace to the beautiful Chesley Chris and Kylie Posey. If you hadn't heard, both these young women died by suicide, not too far in time apart from each other. Their deaths come as a shock, obviously, because those who loved and admired them, especially outsiders, thought everything was great in their world. And that right there shows just how much someone can be struggling and you would have no idea. Chesley's passing was shocking to me because shortly before I had just watched her doing an interview and she just seemed so happy and positive. She was definitely someone I admired, but it's crazy how in those moments in her mind, she may not have been happy at all, but we all wear masks to hide what's going on to shield the ones we love. Even with all her accomplishments and everything she worked hard for, people still found a way to bully. Crowned the oldest beauty queen as she had just turned 30. 30. You're literally just getting out of your 20s and that's old? Society is sick. She worked hard for her body and people said she was too fit. I mean, my God, people are something else. Imagine sitting in your Cheeto stained shirt, opening your mouth to say someone is too fit or too old for something. Please go take a shower and do something productive with yourself, aside from being a troll. Kylie's passing was just a sudden. She's known for the mean grinning girl from her toddlers and Tierra's days, but she had also grown to have a successful pageant and modeling career. She had just turned 16, made her school's varsity cheer squad, and attended prom. She was found deceased in her car in the park. 
another beautiful young life cut short where on the outside looking in, everything is perfect. But we never know what others are thinking or going through inside. Mental health is something many struggle with daily, even those who appear to be functioning just fine. I also live with functional depression, and it's really easy to fool people into thinking you're doing just fine when you're really not. I've worked through postpartum depression, even when I didn't really understand what was happening or going on with me at the time. Not wanting to burden others with how you feel or not feeling like you deserve to or you deserve things or you'd be better off if you weren't here anymore. Which is why it's so important to be kind to yourself and others and also make sure you're managing your own mental health. Rest in peace to those beautiful ladies and the many others whom we've lost to mental health struggle. Even if you've been working from home before the pandemic and shutdowns hit, whether you own a business, work from home by choice, or your office just hasn't reopened yet, working from home away from other colleagues day to day may have you finding yourself struggling with your mental health. Even people who never really had issues with mental health or depression can feel a little bit of the blues while working at home. It's understandable this would happen and people would start to feel this way because going from daily interactions, even just the five-minute flirt sessions with your work husband or shooting looks at your work bestie all day to just you and your pet goldfish day in and day out can be daunting. Honestly, having a family or significant other or even just a roommate and going from working outside the home every day to just being at home every day can be overwhelming especially if whoever you live with is also working from home, your once oasis away from the world can become a cardboard box, especially because it can sometimes feel like you're never off work or done working because your home is also your office. Your weekends start to run into your weekdays and you're so drained by the weekend that you barely have energy for anything else. That's usually when the feelings of depression, stress, and anxiety kick in. During the pandemic especially, Drinking became as normalized as having a cup of coffee. Challenges of distractions at home that you normally don't face at work, especially if you live with other people or have kids or dependents that are living with you or enjoying the lockdown work-free, the transition can be stressful. Of course, there's people like myself who are introverts and thrive being alone, but even an introvert needs some sort of people interaction every now and again. It's just necessary so you don't become a hermit or in my case, get so used to being inside and alone that I dread leaving my house now, even when I want or need to. So it's really important to know ways to stay mentally healthy while working from home. Of course, there are benefits to working from home, and like I said, many people thrive on it, especially introverts or people who felt extra pressure or stress being physically at work with other people. But everyone can use some tips on making working from home the dream everyone thought it would be. So if you're noticing that it's getting harder to sleep, you're sleeping too much, you're drinking way more than usual, you feel socially or professionally isolated or disconnected, your work and motivation, your effort is dwindling, you either can't relax or you never stop working, your organization and prioritization is falling apart, or you start to doubt yourself and your ability to perform. I know for me, imposter syndrome, anxiety, and depression definitely made appearances and still do. 
It's just something that happens because you have way more time to yourself and sometimes too much time alone is not a good thing. Do you love reading but don't have time to sit down and read a good book? Well, we all know I love Audible. I share books on the podcast all the time and I talk about Audible a lot. I solved my reading problem with Audible about four years ago. I love to multitask and it's been amazing to still keep up with my book list while checking off my to-do list. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes even the actors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they even have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You can click the link in the show notes to sign up today and get 30 days and your first book free. All their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices. So even if your subscription expires or you cancel it, you can still keep and access the books you've already purchased. Just download them again anytime from anywhere. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and I'm sure that number will just keep growing. You can even follow the Awkward Mom stage on Audible now. So go get started on that reading list, but let's wait until after the show. The ways to look after your mental health while working from home, no matter what your job is, office work, business owner, stay-at-home mom, whatever it is, these ways are literally across the board ways even professionals say to help combat mental health struggles while being at home. Starting a routine or having one is like the number one way to keep mental health on track. A routine helps you focus on tasks and get them done so you don't have to keep going back to the same thing. You want to have a clean and clutter-free, distraction-free workspace. Throw out the McDonald's wrappers and green juice cups and that sock you've been looking for the match for for a week. Your half-empty coffee mugs with the rings in them and all those empty water bottles you keep trying to free throw in your trash can and miss. Clean all that up and make a schedule just as you would if you were in an office or work environment. You can't watch cartoons in the break room first thing in the morning at the office, so don't do it at home. Schedule work time, 15, 30-minute work breaks, a lunch break, have a work ending time. Work your home office just like you would in the office. Change your clothes. Whether you shower the night before or you like to wake up and shower first thing, make sure you're getting dressed and getting out of your PJs. I can attest, and I'm sure many others can too, that you don't want to just stop getting dressed every day. I like live in sweats and a messy bun for I don't know how long. I dreaded putting on anything that wasn't pajamas and a robe or sweatpants because I had gotten so used to my unorganized and lax routine during quarantine that I just couldn't fathom getting dressed anymore. It was just like, what's the point, you know? Like, why get dressed if I can't see anyone and I'm not leaving my house? Like, literally, I didn't even want to change when I had to go to the grocery store. (laughs) So I've started, like, getting dressed again. I've also started revamping my wardrobe and style. So I've incorporated some really cute loungewear sets that I can wear outside as well. So I can still be comfortable, but I look cute and put together so I'm ready for the day drop off and pickups, an unexpected store trip or a Zoom meeting. So 
some solicitor knocking on your door, whatever. Getting out of your PJs and into some clothes for the day can give you a sense of habit and purpose so regular daily habits aren't lost altogether. Set clear tasks for the day and prioritize them. Put them in time slots if that helps. I use my digital planner all the time and it's so helpful with time blocking and planning out my days and what work needs to get done, etc. Start with the most important tasks and work your way down the list until you've reached your allotted clock out time, so to speak, for the day. When you're finished working, clean up your workspace just like you would at your office. If you didn't do that before, even at work, maybe you should try doing that now. (laughs) Make sure you schedule in other life plans as well like you normally would. Doctor's appointments, homeschooling, etc. Make sure you keep your superiors or work colleagues or teammates in the loop and try to schedule your work time separate from homeschooling and family time. Having a separate workspace from your daily living space is important because it helps you separate work from your home life and you can detach and step away from work after your workday is done. Keep in touch with others. To avoid feeling even more isolated while working from home, You'll want to at least keep up with friends and work colleagues. For work, keep in touch during normal business hours. Use Zoom or Skype to chat. That was like a big thing during lockdown. People were dating and all online. (laughs) Join Facebook groups or since lockdown is over, you can find some groups that do activities outside or have meetups. You want to keep your work and social life separate. Obviously, when working from home, It's easy for your work and social life to like merge together and not all of your colleagues will appreciate you sharing everything with them. Like just because we're in lockdown together does not mean I need to know about your cat getting sick, Susan. So make sure you're respecting the boundaries of the people that you're trying to, you know, create this social space with just as you would expect them to respect yours. But just make sure you're having outside interaction, whether it be online, video chat, or actually going outside. Know and set limitations for yourself. I talk about self-love and care all the time. And one of the ways to take care of yourself is to make sure that you're listening to your mind and body. If you're starting a new day and you feel that you're not ready for work, your mind just isn't in it, you're not feeling well, or you just aren't feeling that day, don't ignore those vibes. Shut down your computer and take the day off. Taking the day to recharge and relax your mind and or body is important. You can't give 100% at work, even if it's working from home, if you keep stretching yourself too thin and pushing yourself to work constantly. Instead, when you take a break, it helps make the next day full of focus and you can give your 100%. Working from home has been a great transition for many people, especially those who thrive working on their own without being micromanaged throughout the day. You need to know your limitations and don't take on too much work pressure. The whole purpose of working from home is to make your work life easier. Assign yourself as much work as you can, but consider how much you can complete in a day. Just because you're working from home does not mean you need to take on huge projects that will take a substantial amount of time out of your daily life. Schedule your workload according to your capacity and do not go above that. Make sure you're taking the time to refresh and learn new skills. If you stay stagnant and what you already know, then you will never progress 
and work will also continue to become more mundane every day because you aren't learning or using your brain outside of your everyday daily routine. Fairly certain the saying, if you don't use it, you'll lose it, is very much true, especially for the brain. At the beginning of the pandemic, I felt completely sideswiped and my mind was just blank. And I struggled so much with creativity and organization and a schedule because my daily routine was so ingrained in my everyday life that I almost didn't know how or I forgot how to function. It's like everything came to a complete halt, which is so funny because I juggled so much when I worked outside of the home. But when I was left to my own devices at home, I had a really hard time because the transition was so sudden. It was just so easy to just relax. There was like no time to adjust to everything new that was happening. So it just took a while for me to get back into a routine. Because for me, it went from having a job, my household priorities, my kids' school schedule, juggling blogging, podcasting, and content creation on the side, my social life, my full-time homeschooling, homemaking, and trying to figure out how to build and run my business on my own with no extra income all on top of being in a new state and not knowing anyone. So to say it was an extreme sudden change for me was an understatement. I wasn't using my brain as much and I didn't have to do as much immediately every single day for someone else, you know, aside for my family and myself. And honestly, that was kind of hard, I think, because you get a little comfortable with, you know, this is for me or this isn't urgent. It doesn't have to be done right now. And then you fall into procrastination. At least for me, that was my biggest thing was falling into a huge procrastination trap and routine. So when I started realizing that I needed a new way to cope or that I needed to get more organized and my mental health was struggling due to all of the sudden big changes in my life, that's when I started trying to you know, brush up on things that maybe I had forgotten or that I needed to learn to help me evolve in my career and in my business. I think it's really important to make sure that you're constantly learning something new because there's always something new to learn. And plus, the more you know, the better your resume or your business can be and the more money you make realistically. So it's just a full circle of things getting better. Another good idea is setting up a Zoom or Skype meetings with other people in your industry, your career choice, or just people who share the same interests or hobbies as you. You can set up strategy meetings or calls. It can be a great way for you to network as well. Bounce ideas off of each other, even if you aren't in the same business or career necessarily. With my friends, we all have businesses, but they are like all they aren't all in the same category or niche, so to speak. But we still bounce you know, ideas off of each other that we've tried or that we've seen that may help in their business. And it also just helps keep up the camaraderie and you're also able to still socialize while working from home. Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Actually, I still kind of don't know what I'm doing. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it, they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster and you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, 
I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can click the link in the show notes to get started on your podcasting journey. Now back to the show. It's always also a good thing, like we've discussed many episodes before, to keep a gratitude journal or just think about the things that you're grateful for and being able to work from home. Because some people only, you know, got to work from home for a short period of time and now they're back in the office once again. And they're really missing that, like, no traffic, chill life, you know? You also do get to spend more time with your pets, your family, whoever, if you don't live alone, you know, because you're bogged down with work in the office or you're stuck in traffic for two hours every day. I know if you live in Georgia, especially near Atlanta or you work in Atlanta, that traffic is killer. This also gives you a great opportunity to find out if working from home is something that you enjoy doing or something that you want to continue doing permanently. It's also, in fact, a money saver because I don't know how much gas I save not having to drive to an office or work building for work every day. Being stuck in traffic is definitely not my favorite, and I don't know who enjoys it, but I certainly do not. So not having to put mileage on my car and sit in traffic to go make someone else money every day really helps me get through working from home, for sure. There's definitely a lot of pros to working from home, and I think the pandemic really showed that for a lot of people, and it really helped a lot of people also figure out what it is that they do want to do as far as work. You can also achieve a healthier work-life balance, and it may get rid of some of your stress and anxiety easier. But again, working from home can also be isolating because you are constantly alone, and your routine and schedule is solely up to you now. And you're the only one in charge, so you have to be proactive in making sure that you keep up with your mental health. So that way, you're able to do the work you need to do, continue to show up in your family and social life, and get in some self-care time as well. Aside from making sure that you're staying active in your personal life and making sure that your self-care and mental health are top tier, you also want to be proactive in making sure that you keep up with your physical as well. You want to have a balanced diet. Obviously, don't live off cheese puffs and sweets, even though I do love them. Make sure that you're eating a full meal at least some point in the day. I'm not like a huge breakfast person. It's really hard for me to like wake up and be like, mmm, breakfast, like... (laughs) It's just not something I think about. So I have to find things that are like quick to grab or like little snacks or granola bars or maybe some toast or something. Just find something to eat throughout the day. So, you know, midday, you're not like, hmm, I'm exhausted and really dizzy. I don't wonder why. Probably because your blood sugar is low, ma'am. Also, make sure you're drinking plenty of water, which I'm also working on and getting only slightly better at. Exercise a little bit at least, even if it's just a walk or some stretching, maybe do some yoga. I got one of them $5 yoga mats from Target. Shout out to the Target dollar spot. Not a dollar anymore, but you know what I mean. Spend quality time with your family or do some creative things outside of work or business related things. Listen to music, painting, take a pottery class, roller skating. There's been plenty of ladies getting real good at roller skating during the pandemic. I know that for sure. Learn to play any musical instrument at all, watch movies, read books, anything. Try to get outside at least once a day. I know for me, if I'm not going anywhere for the day, I will at least hang out on like my porch or my balcony for a little while just so I can get some some of that vitamin D, you know, some sun on my face, get some fresh air. 
just for a bit, just be one with nature for a little bit. I would definitely say to seek outside help for your mental health. If maybe you've tried all these things or maybe after you tried some of these things, you're still feeling like uncontrollable mental health issues or feelings you're having or thoughts you're having, please, please make sure you consult a professional that can help with those issues. If you can't leave your house or you don't want to leave your house or whatever may be going on, there's always better help. I have used better help before more than once for a few years now, and it's really helped when I needed it. You can use the computer or they have an app as well. You can talk to someone on the phone through text, video. So that's definitely an option. And there are also other options as well. You can look online for help in your area to find local services that can help. Find a therapist in your area with or without insurance. I know there's places like the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. It's a lifeline center. Calls are free and confidential, and they're available 24-7. There's also crisis text lines like 741741. You text BRAVE and A trained crisis counselor will receive it and respond within minutes. So there are definitely options available. Please do not feel like you are alone because you are not. I also know that it's a huge thing of not being able to access or afford the mental health help that we need in America, which is devastating. But there are places that are trying to help. So please definitely seek out help. If you are feeling like you can't overcome your sadness or depression alone. All right, y'all, we've reached the gratitude part of the episode where we say something we're grateful for this week. So what are you grateful for this week? This week, I'm grateful for new opportunities coming my way. I've been persisting and working hard on my goals and, of course, manifesting the things that I want to accomplish this year, and things are moving in the right direction. So I'm definitely grateful for that. I hope today's episode was helpful in some way for you. I hope these little tips help you organize and separate your work and home life better. I hope it helps lift your mood and I hope it helps you work on your mental health more. Remember to drink plenty of water and manifest good things to come that's it for this episode as always thank you so much for listening to the podcast and continuing to support the show if you haven't already please leave your girl a written review on itunes apple Podcasts, spotify google or wherever you listen to your favorite shows you can even leave a review on the podcast website let me know you're listening and you love it if you want to share the love, simply screenshot this episode, tag me at the Afro Mom stage on Instagram and share it on your story so others can find the podcast as well. I'll reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, you can do that as well with the buy me a coffee link. If you love the show so far and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, Send me a DM, an email, or click the Let's Connect link in the show notes and let me know. Until next week, y'all, please take care of yourself. Always remember you're beautiful. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast. 
make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.